The Download with DP, a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 43 is here, and that means we are very close to 100 episodes of every single week having a weekly sports podcast talking Springfield area sports. For those who keep listening, I thank you very much. Please continue to do so. I'll keep trying my best to let you know what's going on in the Central State 8 and Sagamore conferences and the rest of the Springfield area sports. Let's get to what I saw last week, last Thursday, some Sagamo baseball. Moreau Forsyth handles business against New Berlin. Grant Reed with a great pitching performance, and the offense delivers plenty of runs. On Friday, I caught some UIS baseball. Lanfear graduate Chad Sainer Jr. is the Prairie Stars' ace, and he delivers a six-inning shutout performance against Maryville for the win. If you have a chance to get out and see UIS baseball this year, do so. They are a great, great baseball team, a lot of fun to watch. Friday evening... First, I caught the Glenwood softball team beat a very good Edwardsville team in Chatham. An impressive showing from the Titans, who are a very good team, to beat a good 4A team. In the nightcap, I went over to Robin Roberts to see Springfield High beat Pleasant Plains in a very good baseball game in which the Senators hold on late against a young but talented Cardinals team. On Saturday, I was out in Rochester for the Battle of the Rockets. Rochester hands route their first loss of the season. Both teams are pretty darn good, and the Rockets from Jacksonville are ranked the number one team in 1A for a very good reason. Jumping to Monday, got to see Rochester soccer handle business in impressive fashion against Muhammad Seymour. That's two teams that have seen each other in sectionals the past two years. On Tuesday, got to see some UIS softball. They would beat Quincy in game one. Lots of local talent on a good team. So it's good to check them out if you get a chance. Reagan Miles and Rosie Bartletti on the mound for the Stars and Danielle Dennis in the heart of that lineup. On Tuesday night, back to Robin Roberts Stadium. For Central State 8 Baseball, the Springfield High Senators get a tough win over U-High, led by Griffin Burke. He leaves the bases loaded in the 7th. Seven shutout innings for Burke in the win. On Wednesday, I saw the same two teams, but they were in normal for this one. U-High hosting Springfield High at Duffy Bass Field on Wednesday. The Pioneers start with five in the first inning on their way to a 9-4 victory to earn the series split and increase the Glenwood Titans lead in the CSA Conference baseball race. Let's get to what's coming up on Channel 1450 in the next week. Thursday night, some soccer. Glenwood taking on Quincy at Illinois College at 630. SHG hosting QND soccer to start their tournament. And Auburn softball is at Olympia in Sagamo action. That's a big one. On Friday, we'll have the Rocket invite, maybe the Titan invite, and Rochester against Belleville soccer at the SHG tourney. On Saturday, more from the SHG soccer tournament if our teams advance. Next Monday, Pleasant Plains Soccer starts their week-long tournament, and Jacksonville is at U-High in baseball CS8 action. On Tuesday, Olympia at Morrell Forsyth Softball, Glenwood at Rochester Soccer, that's the big one in the CS8, and New Berlin at Pleasant Plains Baseball, and Waynesville at Athens Baseball. Next Wednesday, City Girls Track is here. It's at Southeast next Wednesday. U-High is also at Jacksonville in baseball, and Normal West is at Rochester in soccer. Those are the big games coming up on Channel 1450. Let's get to our conversation with this week's guest. It's Pleasant Plains' Dave Greer. Joined this week by Dave Greer to talk all things baseball, but I want to talk first about this because you said you got to go drive the bus today. Was there a bus story that happened a couple years ago of a... Of an accident oh, that happened. Yeah. yeah. Somebody told me to ask you about that, and I so I'm yeah. really curious. I had a. It was a. It was the Friday. Boys were playing Athens, and I had my regular route, and it was in February. And up the there's a hill. There's a couple hills on 125, and I was going down, and I started going up the hill. And there's a bus in front of me, and this car swerved and just missed it. And then I had about. 
mm, maybe a five second reaction that, that she came she's coming right at me and uh, it hit the it hit the tore the front wheel off the okay. right side and so I was basically turned to the other lane got hit on the back side by another truck and then the front side this poor lady who didn't do anything you know she was a blind side got caught she broke her collarbone got hit it but then I had to make a decision because I was going straight into the ditch yeah. so I gunned it with three wheels gunned it and uh, was hoping I would just beat the beat the ravine uh-huh. and I jumped the ravine <laughs> hit perfect landed like I was uh, the U.S. gymnastics like you planned it <laughs> and the funny thing is is that there was 48 kids on there oh in all high school and uh, terrified yeah and I said I, I just remember I said I don't I'm not going to say exactly what I said but I just remember <laughs> saying we're going to get this don't panic everybody don't panic we're going to make this yeah and it was like it was like 10 seconds but it seemed like a lifetime right and you know the poor lady that hit us you know, I never did meet her or this time. I know she had a, a reaction to her medicine or yeah. something, and that that caused her to do that. And you know, not a kid got hurt. We got lucky, and yeah. it was just one of those things. It gives you, it makes you realize how lucky you are sometimes. And that was that was one of those things where, you know, I got instant street cred from the kids. They're right. like, oh, you, oh. Can do, you can do anything. <laughs> no, I can't. I, we got lucky. So it was pretty special. I mean, it was just, it, it was one of those things like. I know when we got back to the bus, you know, you have to get all the testing and all that stuff done to you yeah. and all that. And people say, well, le- thank God it was you. Yeah. Because your instant reaction, because, you know, I, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, the longer you coach and the longer you do things, the longer I played and the stuff, you know, the whole thing is, is you know, improvising. Yeah. And it just was a good imp- – I improvised pretty good that day. Because, I mean, as a bus driver, I'm sure you just get into a routine where it's like, oh, hey, yeah. I stop oh, here, I do this, listen, this. I, And that's I, easily the thing where you could just, like, not even yeah. be paying attention well, I, because I mean, you're just so used to right. it. Right. Like, and we've done that. I mean, I've done it where I've missed a full block. I go, what on earth? What am I? It's usually on Monday when you're just – you're back in the routine and stuff. And, I mean, it happens, but then you got to – but the most part, you really – you know, my, mine are all high school, so I have – well, they used to call it the wild bus, but it's it's a laid back, and the the kids are really really good, and it's just one of those things where it's it's you you got to be ready because I I don't think pe- people realize not that it, this is in the public service now, but so many people run bus lights, so many people run stop the stop signs, so many people are just they're just running through stuff, and you know you're trying to get something, they think you're just going to stop on a dime, yeah. and that just doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Um, how's retired life treating you? Uh, Interesting. I'm, I'm learning. I got a. Um, I'm, I'm working out. We I got some goats and some. Cannon had some sheep and we we put some stuff out and back, and we ended up getting. We have a little bitty dog. It's about five pounds. That's yeah. Heather's dog. But we have we got three Great Pyrenees. Okay. And they are they're all babies. One's well not they're eight months, and one's a year and like a year and two months now. And they're both. All of them are over 100 pounds, wow. and they're just they're they're so good at dogs. And they they they're everybody goes around look out. So I always tell my boys that, that um, baseball team that you know in order to win you got to have dogs. And I keep saying <laughs> I don't want I don't want the inside dogs. I want the outside dogs. Yeah. I want dogs that are aren't afraid of anything. So um, so you went from little kids to goats kids. Well, it's funny <laughs> because you know what. The, the thing I miss is the uh, 
the the action every day. And yeah. you know, when you have it for thirty five years like that, you kind of like, oh wow, this is it. And it it takes you a while. And it's something where I'm learning to take care of my time a little bit better and do some big. And what's what's bad like this year? I think I really would have been really really good because it would have been able to do the field yeah. well. That you know, we've been on, we're road warriors this year, so I haven't been able to do any of the field work because we don't we don't have a field right now. So it's kind pretty, of part of it. Well, pretty soon you'll be around all your grandkids, and you'll have grandkids. No, no let's hey, let's just enjoy the yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever want to babysit, I got two that you, you know can watch. What? That's one and, of those things. And she loves goats, so I'm going over yeah, check out the goats. More, anybody more than welcome to come by <laughs> see the goats because. I bought three of them from the Cater Zoo. Yeah. They're just petting goats. Uh-huh. And see, there, we have me and Corgan have like five or six of them ourselves. They're they're no use. There's nothing. <laughs> you're not going to get anything out of them. No, you're not. We, he does have a border. They have two borders that you know they they're good for breeding. But these these are just friendly, happy, <laughs> and they just make you happy. They yeah. they, they don't cause no problems. Or they're, they're just good, good. They're they're. They're calming, if that makes sense. Yeah. And somebody got to have that. Like, I went out. We had that big storm last week. Heck, I went out to the... Each of them have their own shed, their own little barn. Yeah. And, or one of them's got a big barn. But you just kind of lay down there with them, and it's just like, it's just... <laughs> they're, everybody's relaxed. It's all good. That's got to be nice after a stressful baseball game. Not like you get too stressed during baseball games anymore. I, I, probably. No, not as much as I used to. But it's... I just think that you got to have... a something that that's opposite of anything that you normally do in life. I mean, you know, I don't I play golf, but I'm terrible. I don't want to waste my time playing to get better. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. And just like all these things, you know, work out sometimes in the morning. I'm just going to start getting in that a little bit better, take care of myself. But the main thing is just getting a, getting something where, you, you know, it kind of puts a part of your life. I do walk a couple of dogs. Yeah. I'm a dog walker too. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah. It's just one of those things just to, <laughs> you know, it's just one of these keep you occupied. Um, was this a, was this the right year or is this a good year for you guys to not have home games, do you think? Well, I mean, with with the lack of upperclassmen that you have, do you think that, I mean, not that that matters in particular. No, but it, do, but it does because, you know, I, when the, when Luke, when our superintendent uh, Luke Brooks came to me and said, what do you think about this? Because the realistic is that they were going to get the football. We'd have our season. They'd start softball before us, and they would get that one and then start baseball. And then the company came up to him and said, hey, what about a scenario with uh, what about us? Can we use the field now and not have to move with their, their equipment? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anybody, if you ever see this, it's absolutely amazing what they do. And how they have the timeline, and you know, one group does this. All of a sudden, they wait for the next group. Boom, boom, and there's constantly groups working, and the it, it it's an amazing thing just to just to see it develop. And I just I like so Luke came to me and asked, "Would you have a problem?" I said, "You know what? Let me figure this out." And I go, "Let me see what I, what I who can I call first? I want to get fields if it's realistic because." We were playing at Wesleyan and Millican, and we're playing. We were playing at SIU, we're playing at UIS, we're playing at. And this was before we even knew we were going anywhere. Yeah. We're playing. We're playing U High, so we're playing ISU. And so I went to Riggle, sat down with them, and said, "Hey, what's the scenario here? Um, can you help me out?" And you know, he helps me out, and 
we we have our home games basically there. I think we've had we've had two or three because I don't want to get you know he, he may have a Friday or third Saturday Sunday game yeah or a Saturday game at least or Sunday whichever one and I don't want to let's say it's going to rain I don't want to jeopardize his scenario or Terrace Fila yeah. so we've used moved a couple to Jacksonville because Jacksonville's been good to us too the uh, oh, champions so it's just it's one of those things where so far I think it's been good do I now do I think we can make excuses say yeah we've lost some games that we shouldn't have lost because oh they're tired well no they're, they're, they're getting to play on great facilities and I think that's exciting yeah. and here's these kids they didn't even realize Lanfair Park I mean this is how young these guys are they don't God look at that look at that behind look at the slope I said they go why do they have that I said that is what Lanfair Park is this is when I played this <laughs> yeah. is back in the day and it's always been like that it's, it's a great I mean, it's a great piece of history. I wish, you know, that it was, you know, I don't want to say not taken care of, because I think Park District does as much as they can. They do the best they can, yeah. Yes, and those guys are working. I just think it's it's just too bad that we have it like Peoria has, like Bloomington has, like all these other towns, that we haven't taken care of our outdoor facilities in the town, in Springfield. So for you to get infield turf at your field... Like you said, you enjoy working on that field. You enjoy not only you doing it, but you can tell that your team, right. that's, part of, that's right. part of the team aspect right. of things. Um, so what do you see as the benefit, oh. obviously, besides the fact that you get to play games well, more often? Our, our bullpens, like, we're not just doing the infield. We're doing the bullpens. Uh, we got a great deal because we moved our stuff that will be crushed brick all the way around the warning track. And I wanted to keep the grass perfect, number one, I just don't want you know a single into a triple. Yeah. But number two, that grass is really really good. Cole played Illinois Wesleyan, and I loved how they did it. And they did it where it's just like very similar. Riverton's looks great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if that you take care of the facilities, and there'll be plenty of work to do. We have plenty of stuff we can. Oh yeah. There's plenty of stuff the boys can do. Um, the bullpens are good. You know, instead now we'll have to just blow them out now, rather than, you know, rather than now we're going to sweep everything, broom everything out. We'll just have, there'll be plenty of jobs for them to do. So that's not going to be a bothersome. The other thing is, is that we're going to redo uh, the upstairs, the press box, and just make it kind of update a little bit. And just everything we're going to do is try to enhance the the, the atmosphere at, that, at our state, our park. And I, I mean, I've always loved our facilities. I, I love the old facilities better, but, you know, when you somebody asks you and they do this for you and you got the lights and they say, well, you're not going to not say, oh, I don't want that. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I'm re- I, it's really grown into me now. I really, really like the facilities. And, I mean, look at the Plains School District in the last five years in terms of yeah the upgrades that they've done, whether it's the auditorium and then the gym right. and now the football field, now think, the softball field, the track. I mean, the track is something that well, I don't think it, enough people talk needed, about. No, that. it needed to be done, you know, uh, they do a really good job, both the boys and girls track, and they, they they deserve that. I mean, and they deserve to have something that they can call home, you know, and I just think, I, I the problem, and this is with Plains, and this is not a rip towards Pleasant Plains, the, the town, but, you know, you go to Riverton, you go to Winslow, you go places, and it's a town. We're really 15 miles here, 10 miles here, 5 yeah. miles we have town kids, we have in-town kids, we have out-of-town kids, we have, you know, 75% of our is the west side. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things like when when 
you win stuff and you have you know the parades and stuff, there really isn't anybody no. because you don't know who to, where to go to. You love to go, <laughs> so we have a little. Com- and the thing is, is that your 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 facilities are really you know the the home boundaries for everybody. Yeah. So I just think you know Matt Rungy that was he was. And Dargett, they were in charge of this before with the before the one percent really started going, and now Luke and uh, TJ, they've done a tremendous job of just, you know, what do we need and what we're going to do with it, and it, it's it's really nice the one percent because you're going to see you know one eighty six is doing it, yeah. Riverton did it, everybody's doing it where it's not killing the 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 you know the taxpayers because you know you're going to buy that stuff anyway, so it's one of those things where. It, it's nice to see schools put that money into it and you know take pride in their facilities. Let's talk about this year's team a little bit, and you know you got the you got the guys who have been there like Seth Kittinger, but you're so used to having these kids since they were in what grade? Basically kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah. That by the time they get to be freshmen and sophomores, it's not like you consider them not no. ready for that level. You know what I mean? No, there's a difference between like. Your relationships and then your mentality, their, their baseball IQ. COVID really, it hurt everybody. But I think it really hurt, like, this seniors, they played, basically played three years. You know, they lost a year. These young pups that we've had, the juniors and even the sophomores and freshmen, you know, they lost some years. The thing is, is that I always say that you, you can win it with, with young kids, but you see some things. Like, for example, one week, you know, you're crushing the ball, we're hitting the ball, and the next week, you know, we can't we can't scratch a hit. Or there's frustration on, you know, a, a certain pitcher might give us trouble where the week before it gave us no trouble. So it's one of those things where I think the experience of having to see a lot of games and seeing, that's why everybody always says you win with seniors, you, you know, you win with, with upperclassmen. But to try to break the, you know, we won a state title with freshmen, sophomores one year. Well, a few, a few freshmen, a few sophomores. We had a big core, some good junior leaders, yeah. and two seniors that they weren't the best players, but they were best teammates. And that's what you know. I think that's the thing that you have to kind of realize that you think, okay, they're ready to go. Well, sometimes you're just going to have to create the 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 like we've lost some games this year. We had no business losing, but. It's a learning experience where we had no business winning some games. We should have. We won too. So it's one of those things where you just have to learn learn from experience. And I have to use, you know, my way of figuring out how do we have to play small ball or do we have to hit this out or are we are we going to try to you know whether we run run ourselves out of innings or whether I mean there's there's a method of the madness just to try to stay in games or just win games because we are not scoring a lot of runs but you know we're hitting the ball. We're just not getting quality RBIs with with two outs and all that stuff. And that's part of baseball. That's what you just got to learn because it's a long season. And the good thing is is that you play them and then you just hope the kids grow into grow into their roles. For, like you said, the mentality of, of those kids to understand that to play teams like you guys did last week with Springfield High, play teams like SJO at Milliken, um, how do you see that progress throughout the season for these, well, these freshmen who like you'd kind of just say, hey, you know, go out there and let's see what happens. Well, you throw them in the fire and just hope you hope you, sur- you hope they survive it. You just hope that that good things happen, and they're going to have some bad things. 
and now you got to build on that rather than try to you know grind them to be you know you're better we know you're better than that that's why you're out there but <clears throat> our schedule you know and I, I know Rupe and Tim Swice said this last week you know we've been what 17, 18 and 16, 18 the past two years and everything so what's wrong we haven't changed our schedule we're, we're playing we're playing a really high level schedule especially our last 10 games it's just it's just brutal but that's how we want it we want them to get ready for the playoffs and whether or not it hurts you it may not, it may hurt now because we may not be a top four seed but we can get in there and make some noise to hope that we can make the dent so we understand it for the next year or the next year after that. And just because, you know, when, when you play young kids, they, they all respond different, and hopefully they don't have a care in the world and they just play. We, we, we try to teach it that way. So I think good things are happening. This team's, this team's young. I always say, you know, they're young and dumb, not dumb kids. They're just, they're just not experienced to understand some of the scenarios, what they have to do to whether they get prepared or whether they just believe in themselves. And that's that's – that's baseball. I mean, you see some guys. We've all seen guys say, oh, why, "Why is this guy so this?" Or why is he? Because he he believes himself, or or he has a track record of that. Hey, I know I'm good. I'm going to prove this to everybody. So, and you can be a quiet one like that too. So we have we have a lot of good kids. We have a lot of hardworking kids. The, the effort's always there. That's the one thing you can never take away from our kids. The effort's there. Sometimes just the, the finished project isn't there. And we face everybody's number one. I mean, I'm not saying this. Oh, poor chorus. We face everybody's number one. I said, that's part of being the planes. That's part of having the well, That's what you want, too. Like, why would you, why, you want to see Stevens four. Absolutely. You know? And everybody says that because you look at the conference. Well, we're going to see everybody's number one. No matter what. It doesn't matter what it is. We'll see the number one. The week, we'll face whoever's it. And that's part of it because I always say, you know, if you bet 310, you play somebody else's schedule, you're betting 410. Yeah. And that's just part of And it's not a rip of anybody's program. It's not a rip no. of anybody. This is just what the the, the the program has done. And we've been able to, to be, play on a high rate and, and a high level that people respect us to play that. And, and I wouldn't... It, I, the funny thing is, I'd probably be... You know, barking the other way, they're not even throwing their number one against us. So you, you know, you can use it both ways. So I mean, well, that, yeah, like next week when you play Williamsville, they're going to throw sure. Trey Carter, sure, and that's what you want to see. You because know, we play, hey, if you play them in the regional, you play them right. in the sectional. That's who you're going to see. And, and Guess what's going to happen? Like, Tuesday we play New Brunswick. You know, you're going to you're going to see the lefty. I yeah, mean, it's it, that's just we play T Town on Saturday. You know, we're going to see some somebody from T Town. I mean, you know, that's just part of the game. We can't sit here and just. Oh, poor, poor us. you got you got to play well, That's left. why you'll take those losses during the season. Correct. Hey, you know, they're 20 years ago, they're 20 not. years ago, I won it. Now, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you, you have to give and take. Sometimes you get losses like, how did this happen? If you look at everybody's season, and if you look at everybody's team, you always have at least one, maybe two. You say, how in the world did we lose that game? And sometimes it's just called baseball. You yeah. can hit P-Rods at everybody, and you... You can be unprepared. A pitcher can come up and sneak up on you, and kids uh, and some team just wants it more than you do. So that's what you got to eliminate. I have a question for you about Glenwood. When mm-hmm. when you look at what Pat did mm-hmm. there, and the program that he built, and where it's at in terms of the state, and even you know the Midwest, how tough do you think it was for Casey to come into that and and see what he's done now? And well, I, I and I I'm on record as saying that was probably the best person they could find because that's not an easy job to take no over. it's not easy <laughs> but he played for him and he does have he's got some assistants got some old timers 
but he's also got you know well he's got he's got a buddy Nino's there he's got he's got Torcelli uh, Tim's there he's got a lot of guys that that know the ropes but he's also a no nonsense guy he yeah. doesn't he doesn't need to he, he's played it he's I, I said this and I'm and I and I've I don't think I've, I've said this a couple of times that if they forget about this is what ticks me off about scouts and all this stuff. He's a D1 pitcher. He was a D1 pitcher, yeah. and he belonged somewhere. And he just because he didn't hit 90 consistently, he knew how to pitch. He knew how to play the game, and he wasn't afraid of anything. And it, that's the way he coaches. And he is the perfect fit, and it's a perfect fit for the snow. And people won't realize it. You know, Pat did wonderful, but Pat did his own style. And, you know, he, he was more of a silent assassin. And the thing is, is that I don't, I don't, I've not been to a lot of games, but I can assure you that he's not going to put up with anything because he knows he lived through the, the, this is how we play the game. Yeah. This, it, this is how, you know, the expectations are high and that's, it, it's amazing that what did, yes. Well, they said, oh, well, yeah, he's got some pitchers. Well, he also, he develops pitchers <laughs> and it's not like, you know, yes. You know, Detmers is good, very good, good family, whatever. But everybody once in a while gets a transfer. You say, "Oh man, that's you know, Rochester gets some." We everybody gets some transfer. You say, "Oh, that really helped the program." Yeah. And you just he just so happened, but he's also not falling. That he's not falling under. He's overachieving. I mean, this sounds stupid, but Detmers is actually overachieving what he's been. What, yeah, because. You know, it's awful hard, to, let alone have your brother like you are, and then you have to fill that and what he's done in case he's made sure that, you know, he's at where he should be. But also, Parker's ha- Parker hasn't pitched every game, and they're no. still undefeated in the conference. Right. Clearly, they're doing th- the program. Yeah. Like, but, people said, oh, you know, they're going to fall off yeah, losing plaques. They're, they're number two. They're number two. Lane Horton. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he pitched against And he's... A million times better than what he was last year. He's developed himself into be a, a, a solid pitcher. Yeah. I mean, Central State is an interesting because you know, and the same thing with basketball, same thing with with football. You have your ups and you have your downs. There's a very high top tier that can win a state right, title, right? And you have <laughs> and, and, the, and the low tier, you know. It, like Southeast, Southeast is way better than what they were. Southeast oh, yeah. can, Southeast no, they're, can, they're, they're, solid. they're <laughs> getting better. I mean, you have some other teams that just compete all the time. And, and when the big dogs are playing, that's just, you know, there's nothing better than seeing a U-High Springfield or, or uh, you know, yeah. U-High and, and Chatham. Just, and all those teams, it, you know, S-H-E, because, you know, they may be down, but they still got kids. I mean, they're down compared to what they were. Right. There, there's a big difference. Being down is not right. winning a state title, and that's, right. that's, that's absurd. Well, it's also, I mean, realistically, people We're don't... We're pretty realize, spoiled around here. <laughs> We're very spoiled around here. We don't realize how lucky we are, especially, I mean, all sports. Football, we're really special right here. Baseball, we're really special around here. Uh, I can't plan for any summer vacations until no, July, right? Because it's, it's right. going to happen. We're we're going to we're going right. to be working. You know, you got you always got Winslow, you always got Moroa. You, you know, you hope that we're always there. You hope, and then you see the, the big schools. Springfield's done well. SHT, you know, even yeah. you high and, and Chatham's done well. My lord. So all right, I appreciate your time. We'll catch up again in the yeah. summer when baseball Thank season's you. over. No but, problem, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. A big thanks to Dave for his time. Always appreciate a good conversation. Uh, we will get more with him later in the summer when baseball season's over because he's obviously very busy with that despite being retired. Uh, glad glad to steal a few minutes of his time this week. That's it for the podcast this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy it, please share the show. 
I'll see you next week.